everyone welcome back we're here with another episode we got two special guests for you guys two very very special guests um warren yo yo i don't know what's up we're back back with another yeah we're back man very you guys already know man we got two special guests for you um i think you guys are really gonna enjoy this this episode we're gonna talk about something a little bit more lighter than we're used to um called you i don't know what's going on man all right yeah this episode is called let's talk about sex and that's exactly what we're going to do. So our first guest on the show is Sheena. Sheena, say hello to the people. Hey, hey, hey. Good night, everybody. Good night, good night, good night. And Sheena is someone special to us. And she's going to tell you guys why in three, two, one. <laughs> Y'all want me to tell you why I'm special to you? Of course. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, we all work together out of one really great organization that does some really special uh some special growing in the city of toronto and beyond in fact shout out to amadeus of course of course amadeus so you guys are tuned into otr powered by amadeus and we are going to get into this episode you've met sheena and she's going to give us a lot of power in this one so let's get started sheena yes sir got a question for you oh shit we're up right away let's go right away we're jumping into it now, here's my question. A lot of young people out there, they're doing their thing. You know, everyone's falling in love. Everyone's making connections. How important should sex be in a relationship? Okay, let's define the relationship is my first thing. Mm -hmm. My second thing is like, uh, at what stage and phase of the relationship are you in? But mostly mm -hmm. I'm like, sex is vital. Like, hold on, good sex is really important. <laughs> but also there are times in a relationship where there's like less sex there's new babies there's like kids everywhere like you know there's less sex so like um good sex quality sex is really really important for a relationship is what i want to say see and 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 i appreciate everything that you said and that's why the question is the way it is for you sheena because you brought up everything that involved that that question involves First of all, let's look at the different types of relationships that are out there. Because before we can start talking about sex and the involvement of sex into a relationship, what relationship is being had? Right. Often in our community, we, uh, we don't actually call it anything. Uh, like, so you said, like, you know, we're out there, we're getting together, we're hanging out, we're getting intimate. Like, people are fucking and they're not really talking about what they are to each other, which no judgment. All like if it works for someone, it works for someone, right? Uh, long mm -hmm. So you're saying there there is no labels. When we have like like this conversation can be so complex, but let's keep it really simple. Labels are problematic. We know this. Boxes are problematic. Right. No person is right. exactly one thing. But having a committed like having an understood committed relationship is vastly different than like. Yeah, sometimes we fuck. Mm -hmm. So calling it something, calling it like whatever it is. And also this is a woman's perspective, right? So, or this is my perspective as a woman. 
Yeah, because, I mean, as you're saying that, I know Warren and I are sitting there saying, I don't know, because what we get from a lot of women is, I want a label. Right, Warren? You agree? Yeah, pretty, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's how it is over here. When they, when they don't get a ladle, a ladle, sorry, <laughs> a label. Or, 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 or title. Or title. title. Or title, right, right, maybe title. When they don't get a title, it becomes very problematic for us guys very problematic and i'm pretty sure warren can agree now sheena from your perspective as a woman do you see where sometimes a woman would 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 want or feel the need of a title why it becomes problematic for some guys if that title's not given wait what are you asking me so i'm saying so basically what you said um in terms of your opinion as a woman when it comes to labeling and boxing what's actually going on between two people for warren and i we have different experiences than that because for us it's like no we feel that women want titles and when they don't get a title from us it becomes problematic okay, hold on so hold on of course if you are if you're making love with a woman or you're fucking a woman that is like are you my man am i your woman and you're like oh i don't want to call this anything I'm like, look, mm -hmm. I'm not 25 anymore. At 25, I would have been like, yeah. And actually at 25 or at some points in life, I was just living that kind of life. And that's fair too. But an understanding, right? We have STIs. We have all types of shit. Like, it's important to know, like, yo, are you being intimate with lots of other people? Am I the only person that, that you're being intimate with? Like, those things, call it what it is. I don't need a title, but it needs to be concrete. And I would say that my yeah. perspective is shifting because I'm becoming a wife and that has, mm -hmm. uh, like a really like, and I like my husband is not from Canada and that part, like my husband is from the motherland. And so marriage for him is like, not what we have thought about here. It's so, it's so actually real in my mind. Marriage has always been this like heavy, stressful load, but it's not that I'm seeing and it's other things, but this is all to say that like, now that I'm becoming a wife, it feels different that like, Oh, like my husband, that's really different than like, Oh yeah, that's my man. That's the father of my kid. That's it's such a different, uh, it feels very different. That's a different ring. To yeah. It. Oh, Sheena, you're getting married. Oh, Warren, you didn't Warren. know. Oh, oh brother. <laughs> Yeah, I am. I'll release the guilt of like thinking you should have heard sooner because I thought that you had. And I'll tell you specially, brother. That's great. Congratulations. Yeah. Wow. Thank you. Yes, officially on OTR. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you, OTR. Gina, congratulations. I appreciate you guys. All right, so that we can talk about that particular part um, immensely because um, I think a lot of times, especially around you know young people, sex is sex is portrayed at, at the top of the list in terms of relationship. Like no one actually, no one actually pays attention to the connection. It's like I like you, you like me, so now let's fuck, and then that's supposed to be the next level, right? Um, and there's a lot of unspoken things there. Some people are having sex with a person and not even knowing their last name and calling it a relationship because that is the official seal when you get in bed together. Oh yeah. Oh wait. <laughs> yeah. For some people, not uh, for some people. For some yeah. People. I mean, it's problematic yeah. if the conversation isn't had, 
you know, like mm-hmm. she, a woman can't be like, this is my man. You're like, wait, what? We just, nah, hold on. And vice versa. Like <laughs> the same experiences exist for women too, right? That like you make love with mm-hmm. a man. He's like, yeah. So like we're it. We're like, yeah. Yeah, this is it. <laughs> wait, 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 we didn't have that conversation, you know? Right, and and that's one of the things that's not happening because it's happened, I don't know if it's happened to you before, Warren, but it's happened to me where the, the link up happens, then the sex happens, and then after the sex, the girl is then now, um, so I hope you know you're not fucking nobody else from oh, there on wow. out, right? And it's like, it's like, what? <laughs> wait, why didn't we... Why didn't you say this first? Yeah. Why isn't this one of the requirements or stipulations for me getting in bed with you? Because we could have had a conversation about that. Well, both, both ought you know? to. And, and vice versa, because some guys do that too, right? Some guys, they, they get to that point and then they tell the girl, they're like, look, you better not be talking to no next man. Right. You know what I mean? And it's like, I think that's one of the missing things is these conversations need to be had prior to you need people need an understanding of what is happening and sometimes you don't really know what's happening and if it's a conversation where it's like you know what i don't really know what it is there's an attraction there's a feeling let's go with it okay let's go with it and then figure it out as we go along but not you know okay condoms off if there's a condom now these are the rules and stipulations you know well, that's also the next i don't know where we're going next but like Oh, we can go anywhere you want. Yeah, because I'm like, you know, like we we started off with the question, how how important is sex to a relationship? I'm like, I think we're all at various stages of relationships. So I would love to hear your guys' perspectives also. Yeah, sure. Because we heard yours. And I think I kind of agree with you. Sex is very important. But to me, it's very important after other things are spoken about. Ah, okay. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, so yeah. I I need to know... A little bit of your un, I call them undisclosed expectations because you meet somebody and you create expectations for that person and that person creates expectations for you right. none of these expectations are spoken about right and then if they're not yeah you right some sometimes some between certain people because not not every it doesn't happen all the time right but these expectations are not spoken about so for me sex does play a, a vital role because it i mean if and good sex as you said because if i'm with somebody and we're not having good sex and that's gonna cause me to want to look at other people that's gonna cause me to want to have sex with other people because i'm not having good sex and that is a natural human that's a natural human emotion. thing that's a natural human want and need right like you were grown right so i need i i need to have sex if i feel a certain connection to somebody right that's a that's an urge that's a natural urge for me right and then if we are having sex and it's not good i'm not being satisfied and when someone's not satisfied in whatever area it is you then seek satisfaction right (laughs) so i'll even go as far as to say as not everybody who thinks they're having bad sex is actually having bad sex, right? There has to be a certain level of comfort that's involved in sex to then make it good sex. True. And that's something that I've experienced myself. There's so much to break down when it comes to sex. Um, but uh, just for, for, for my perspective, how important is sex? It is important, but 
after other things are established, other things are talked about. That's that's where it sits for me. How about you, Warren? For me, sex is like half of the plate. Like if if sex is is not on par, then that's a serious grounds for the relationship to 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 fuck up. That's just that's just my opinion. I don't know. <laughs> like, hold on. Can we define what relationship fuck up means? And I know we have to move on. It means, it means like um, somebody to wander or hold on. What you guys wonder if to... sex is bad? Like, what? No, no. We <laughs> what? <laughs> see. See, the thing is, the thing is, we not to say that we wonder. Some wonder. Some feel the need to wonder. And others, because at the same time, like us guys, we could be thinking that we're doing a great job in the bedroom. And the girl's like, no, they're not. And the other day I was having a conversation with a girl and she, we all know that everybody has their label. So when someone is single or someone is just dating or whatever, and we're going to jump into those two words too later on. But um, one girl basically was like, okay, so I have my cuddles, man. I have my, my Ita man. And then I have my good sex man. And basically her cuddles, oh, man. What was the second one? Eat man? Yeah. That's what she said. So basically uh, to break that shit. down. I got to write that one down. Hold on. I got to write that one down. Eat that, eat. <laughs> so that's basically the guy that's good at giving head. The guy that's good at oral sex. He's not good from the waist down. But his face does the job. That's what she said to me. Her I'm here thinking you're talking about someone buying food. Oh, man. <laughs> Warren, you're so sweet. That <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, Come on. Okay. <laughs> we, can, we can label Warren as the sweet boy. <laughs> sweet boy. <laughs> but, yeah. So... When she wants to cuddle, when she wants to feel secure and feel loved and comfortable, um, she goes to see her cuddle man. When she wants some good head game, she goes to see that guy. And then when she wants to have good, straight up, hardcore sex, she goes and sees that guy because that guy doesn't do what the eater man does and he doesn't do what the cuddle guy does. He just pretty much... Yeah, sometimes you just need to like... Puts it down. You know what yeah. I mean? I, I think like... Right. All, like all the power to her you know if that's what's fitting for her in this season of her life then she ought to and i give thanks that she is like i don't want to call it safe sex because i hate that word and we know that most people in our community are not using condoms so i don't want to call it safe sex but like really mindful sex you know mm-hmm. and, and i think that's a better word. yeah because like safe sex is like uh we have to be mindful and we have to talk with each other about what's actually happening and and that is the part for sex like about sex for me that I'm like, oh, whoa, like there's a whole new awakening in my mind, like how to have a real mm-hmm. conversation with a sexual partner. Cause it doesn't mean you, you can only have one, but it this phase of my life, I'm like, I'm not trying to have lots of partners anymore. I'm, I'm chilling, mm-hmm. like I'm good. But it scares me to think that <laughs> if so, like, if I'm off in the bedroom, my husband would be like, yo, but true, he's not a Toronto man. So he does not move like y'all. the next thing too is because for me i'm at a certain point in life where where sex is at a different level right so 
like I said, for me, it's understanding your comfort level with another person if you decide to get intimate with them, mm -hmm. because those are the key points that make uh, that make sex good. Um, realistically, I there was really quickly just one example: an ex girlfriend of mine when we were actually together in a relationship, we had good sex. It was it was good. It was okay. We satisfied each other. When we broke up and still continued to have sex and that that relationship piece wasn't in the picture anymore we were just linking up and doing our thing at that point we started having amazing sex so i had to sit back and break down why that is why is it that when we cared about each other deeply on a certain level the sex was just good but not to say that we didn't care about each other anymore, but not to the way we did when we were in a relationship, the sex then became amazing. So was there, when you lose a bit of love, you gain more sex or like, you know what I, I mean? I don't think we think about this properly at all. I think like the, even the question doesn't fit. Like if you guys had decided to be in a committed relationship with each other, like for real, for real, then there couldn't be love lost. There would just be like movements in directions, but we, like often, and I'm saying we, cause like I'm in this paradigm too. <laughs> I find the paradigm around like um, leaving a relationship and being better off without it, which of course, like uh, there are some relationships that are just so destructive, right? <laughs> and I, I keep imagining this because I'm seeing it as a reality now that two people can consciously and decidedly choose each other. And once you've made that consummation, that, that like actual decision, then you move forward in life together. And sometimes it's hard and sometimes it's good. And sometimes it's super hard, but you have to make a decision to, to barrel through it. And that's sort of the, like, and I, like, I'm not coming at this from a religious perspective. I'm really just like looking in on relationships that I see that are super happy. And then relationships that I see for the most part in anywhere in my whole life, people that are separated and divorced, <laughs> like mm -hmm. I don't know otherwise, but I know it exists. Mm -hmm. I said lots of stuff there guys, but this has been on my mind a lot. <laughs> no, you, you did. And there was a silent moment cause we were all taking everything in and I'm here trying to pick and choose. Where do I, <laughs> where, which ones do I pick at? Because you said a lot of powerful things, Sheena. And that's, that's why we're on the show, man. Like, shit. Should have been on the show a long time ago, for real. <laughs> I told y'all. I was like, can I come? Save can I come? Boy, kept laughing at me. I'm like, all right, fine. <laughs> we saved we save the best for last, though, right? Um, You did mention, though, um, you did mention a little bit, you tapped in a little bit about you know, um, unhealthy relationships. And that's kind of where I want to take it next because yeah. I'm trying to figure out there's, there's a lot of unhealthy relationships out there. You know, other word is toxic, toxic relationships. And there are a lot of healthy relationships. And like I said, a lot of the unspoken things are what make the difference. Um, so in your opinion, what do you think some of the key points are, um, in identifying an unhealthy relationship? I actually would want to uh, like reverse the question sure. and start asking like, what does a healthy relationship look like? Sure. 
I want to say that when I come at life, when I'm thinking about what I don't want, I often, and I, this is just me, but I often uh, forget to imagine what I do want. So what I end up seeing over and over is the thing that I don't want. And I'm like, oh, that's all there is. But it's like all that I was imagining anyway. I don't want a man that yells. I don't want a man that's aggressive. I don't want a man that gets mad easy. I don't want a man that's lazy, right? Those are some of the things. And I would say mm -hmm. that like in terms of healthy relationships or unhealthy relationships, if we, so I'll, that was my premise. And then I'll ask like it or I'll state that in a healthy relationship, um, I witness space for growth, both together and separately. And I witness patience and gentleness. Mm -hmm. Those are like the signs of healthy relationships. And I would say that all relationships are like, ought to be open to challenges so that the two can grow with each other or three or whatever have you, like how whatever. Definitely. Happens. And I agree with that. I I agree with that, and um, it's not juicy though. Sorry, guys. That no, no, no. It, but it's real because I was having a conversation with that, with about that with someone the other day, and the term that we used for the challenge was the fog, right? Was the what? And I was fog, like as in can't see uh, ten feet in front of oh, you. Cool. Fog. Yeah. Um, and I said to her, and I said, um, we don't have control over the fog. You know, one day you step outside and there's fog and you can barely see 10 feet in front of you, right? But the, that's the challenge, right? And it's a challenge, also a test to see if you've been paying attention when there wasn't any fog, mm. right? Do you know where you're going? Because that's what helps you in the time of fog. When I'm behind the wheel and I'm driving, it's foggy. It's because I'm familiar with the streets. Mm -hmm. So when I get up to a place where it's, you know, less than 10 feet and I can see that sign or I can see that building, I know where I'm at. And these are some of the things that you have to look at in a relationship. We don't have control over the fog. These yeah, but sometimes you're somewhere that you're somewhere that you don't know too. Sometimes you're somewhere that both yeah. of you don't know, and then you can't know what to do next. You just have to decide to make it through, no matter what. And and that's where you that's where you need to be able to count on each other and trust each yeah. other. You get what I'm yeah. saying? So these are all the things where I said to her it's a test to see if you've been paying attention you you're supposed to know your partner's strengths and weaknesses well, hold on. right so when like, these challenges i don't know if you can say that that feels so like i mean you're going to discover things there were things that brought you together right like there are things that brought my partner and i together that we saw in each other mm -hmm. but like life isn't just one moment it's it, as long as we're here it's long and so that looks like I'm changing constantly. I have times in my life where I talk lots. I have times in my life where I go into silence. I have, like, people are different over the years. So, like, I, I guess my challenge is that, my challenge to you in your statement is that, like, how could it be a test? Unless it's, like, consistently, uh, like, a together test because you're both in the moment. Does that make sense? It's consistent. It's consistent and it's always going to be happening, but it's then now reframing it where as partners or as a couple, it's, it can be looked at as not a test. So I accept the challenge and I also appreciate your opinion on it as well. Um, hence, I use certain words like partners and things like that, because for me, there, 
I feel like one of the strengths in a relationship, in a partnership, is knowing these things. Yeah, they can change over time. But that's why we then go into things like communication being so important. And also communication between men and women right. is quite complex. And we don't think Exactly. And I and I mentioned it the other day when we had a meeting and I and I mentioned the language between two people, right? Where I was able to effectively and not everybody is in the position to do so, right? But luckily for me that I was able to effectively communicate to um, a significant other that I was going through things. Right? This is what I'm going through. Uh, this is how I'm I'm trying to deal with it, but I need some help. Can you help me? You know, uh, like, so it, it, these are the things that I'm talking about. Like my partner has just figured out right there and then what my weakness was and what my strength was and where she could possibly help because I was able to communicate that. Right. So when I say it's something that we should know, I, I do I do appreciate what you said and what you said is actually better than what I said. But I guess I feel like in my perspective that we should always try to utilize the opportunities to give our partners that knowledge, right? So we can count on each other and we can support each other going through different changes because we're all going to go through different changes as we get older. When I was a kid, I hated mustard. Analogy, I hated mustard. I didn't like it. Now I can't have a burger or hot dog without mustard. It tastes good to me. I don't know what changed in me that changed the taste in mustard, but it changed. You know what I mean? So it's things like that. We're always going to be evolving. We're always going to be changing, but it's just being able to have the trust and have that communication so that we are always ready for that challenge because the challenges will Very come. True. They will. What happens though? What happens though if somebody's in a relationship and they evolve so much that they wanna like become a, a throuple? Oh whoa! <laughs> Yo, you just threw <laughs> you just threw that one in there. Wow. Okay. Do you think it's okay to date multiple people at one time? If people it, like so, imagine you you are in a relationship and all of a sudden your significant other evolves, like Caldrick was saying until you know wanting to try a throuple or uh you know a poly relationship would you still be down if you guys you know let's say you guys did and dabbled in it before or whatever the case is if your partner evolved that much would you still stick around are you asking me <laughs> <laughs> i'm asking both of you guys. well let's look at it this way i'll my first response is i don't know i don't know who i will be and he will be in the moment that that could come up so far as we see right. it, I can't imagine adding a throuple. But to be honest, we live in communities, so it almost looks like that. There's just not like, you know. Um, so my my response is this. I know how important sex is, period. And, uh, mostly like ejaculation and uh, like touch. I know how important those things are, both to men and women, right? And so if, oh, oh I... I don't want to be in a throuple. I have imagined it only once in my life. Okay. Like in our society, we don't live that way. Some people do, it's really like taboo and the stigma is strong, mm -hmm. which means that the relationship is already like in troubled waters. And so it would require like a massive paradigm overhaul. It couldn't just be like, here I am like a, 
I've only ever imagined being with one person and now I'm just pop into more than one. Like it's like <laughs> that feels like I I'd be curious. Do you just want to fuck her? Is that where we're at? Do you want to have two right. relationships and you have two separate wives? How are you planning to support us? Like what is like that's sort of my question. That would be Okay, okay. Well to I that yeah, that that would be a question that most people would have. I'd have the same question as Tushina if I was in a relationship and that was a situation. Now, looking at because there's there's two different ways to look at it. The way that Sheena just explained it, being in a relationship and having that change come on where now, you know, your partner or the other person wants to add a third person. But now let's look at you not being in a relationship and you're just doing your thing, you're dating, right? So what I want to figure out is is that okay? If you're not in a relationship at all, you're just doing your thing, you're out there, you're dating, is it okay to date multiple people at a time? Do some people frown on that? Some people are like, oh, you're talking to this girl, you're talking to this girl. Well, yeah, if you're honest I'm about dating. everything, do what you gotta do. Just don't be a liar. Like liars suck. Like it's whack to lie. <laughs> right. But if so, would you frown upon someone who says, No, I am da dating I wouldn't people. frown upon anyone, brother. <laughs> because some some people some people because there's a stigma with that right and for me i'll be honest you know what my i have another question that kind of speaks to to this but um i guess i could talk about it now so for me in my opinion is if you're dating that's what dating is you are allowed to date multiple people because if you weren't dating, then you'd be in a relationship or you just wouldn't be out there at all, period. You're probably, you know, doing your thing. You're figuring out yourself at that point in time. I mean, you don't really want to involve anybody else. But dating is dating, and that's what dating is. It's like, as shallow as this may sound in China, you might lash me for this, but it's like car shopping. That's you know what I mean? Um, I agree with you. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's car shopping. That's what dating is. It all out. It, and... Right. But the, the thing that is that is like distinctly different than car shopping is that, um, or I would argue, is that when you're testing out different cars as women, when you're testing out women or, or a woman's testing out a man or whatever the relationship is, you have to be honest with the other person. Yeah, for right? sure. But when you're testing sure. out cars, you don't have to tell, you don't have to tell like Johnny that you're going over to Tesla to test out Robbie's car. You don't have to say any of that, right? And and that is the distinct difference. When you're talking, when mm -hmm. we're dealing with humans, mm -hmm. there are too many things out there. Let's let's leave STIs alone, but like, and know that they're the elephant in the room also, right? But like, spiritually speaking, I don't think it's, I don't think it's problematic to be making love with lots of people. It is only if we aren't being honest with ourselves yes. because it becomes muddy and that fog mm -hmm. is mm -hmm. for sure and, and i agree with that like i will admit to myself i've been involved in a few love triangles <laughs> uh where there should have been more honesty than there really was um so i've kind of pretty much learned my lesson i don't know if i've 100 learned my lesson because sometimes it's hard right uh sometimes people can't take certain amounts of truth but it's in it's to do your best to be as honest as you can be um if that's what's happening if that's what you're doing um and then i guess jumping into what the previous question for me was regarding this whole dating piece was is dating considered being in a relationship 
obviously I think it's fair to say that across the board in this particular conversation, we don't agree that dating is considered being in a relationship. Dating is dating and a relationship is a relationship. Yeah. Right? Fair to say? Yeah, whatever language you want to use. There just needs mm-hmm. to be a conversation exactly. and an understanding. Straight up, straight up. Agreed. You know, revolving around the whole STIs and different infections and things like that, where to get tested, safe sex practice and things like that, right? Um, mindful sex. I got you. Bom, 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 bom. I was like, <laughs> 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 mindful sex practice. So we're definitely going to do that um, now. So when we get back, we're going to have our next guest on the show and we're going to all chop it up together. OT, I already know what it is. Voice from the inside out. Hit us up on any one of our handles. Warren, you know, yeah, you already know. So, so hit us up on Instagram um, at Amadeus T.O. So at Amadeus, A-M-A-D-E-U-S-Z-T-O. Or you can uh, email us at otramadeus.ca. All right, OTR listeners, you know what it is, you know what it is, you know what it is. Time for another banger. I guarantee you're going to love it. Take a listen. OTR. Hey, y'all, it's Ose. You're listening to Off The Record, powered by Amadeus, and this is my track, Hurt Bay. I've been going through the motion. You don't see clear. You act out of fear. You know I always gave you my devotion. I let your sh- slide. I turned a blind eye, and you gave me something for the moment. Invalidating my emotions. I let you in, yeah, I was open. Now I'm feeling broken. Saw where everything was going. Now what the f am I still holding on to? Feel like my heart is closing. I feel so broken. No, no. I stayed around even when there were doubts. Think you you work it out. You don't want to, so it is what it is. It's what we gon' do. Put your body aside, I'll lay it on you. Take it how you will, but I'll tell the truth. Baby, I'll tell the truth. 